Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse, Golf Monthly's weekly look at the various different events around the world in golf. We're back for 2020 to discuss Justin Thomas's Tournament of Champions win, this week's tour action, and we'll preview what promises to be a huge year ahead. Hi guys, Justin Rose here and welcome to the Golf Monthly Clubhouse podcast. Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse. My name's Tom Clark. Happy New Year to you all out there. I uh, hope you had a good Christmas and all that. And I am joined by someone who looks like he's rather missing uh, the Christmas time and looks a little bit down. We've got the January blues. It's Mr. Happy Elliot Heath. How you doing? Uh, hello, Tom. Yeah, very good. Thanks. <laughs> I was only taking the mickey. You didn't have to go with the... Uh, a depressed voice there. No, I'm I'm happy now. I've I've come to terms with the fact that I've got to work now for the next twelve months and Christmas. I well, you say that, Elliot. Aren't you going on holiday in two weeks? I would call it a holiday. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but did you have a good Christmas? It was all right. Yeah, <laughs> such a. Yeah. I think the biggest news that I heard from you, Elliot, is that you finally watched ET, so you actually understand why. Uh, all the Elliot references. Yeah, a nice little film, but nothing special. Uh, well, okay. Well, thanks for that, uh, Mark Kerr made over there. Um, did you play any golf over the Christmas period? Did you play- once? I'm not playing golf much anymore. I, I think it's the weather. I think I'm a fair weather golfer now. You've changed, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you play? Can you remember? Um, West Byfleet Golf Club. Any Any good? You can't remember. I can't. Remember. Was, that, was it that good around a golf? No, I don't think. Were you drunk? Anything special? Uh, we did get out a hip flask. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, was this uh, between Christmas and New Year? Or yeah, there were two separate hip flasks actually. Oh. There was one with rum and brandy, no port and brandy mixed, and then there was one with whiskey. Wow. That's what I remember you from would, that round. No wonder you can't remember anything. Yeah. I know what you're like after a pint of cider, so yeah, that would have... Uh, Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, excellent, thanks. Um, pretty manic, uh, crazy times. New arrival in the Clark household appearing any day soon, so a, a bit of getting the house ready for that. But yeah, really good time. Didn't play any golf. Played, well, played Princes, didn't we, for yeah. the Golf Monthly Christmas uh party in which I was part of a team which shot 59 so uh, you know yeah. I think I might just give yep. up two good teammates yeah I did I have very, two very good teammates and uh, yeah I think I might give up golf after that because it's not, not going to get any better I don't think so uh, yeah, especially with baby number two on the way <laughs> quite yeah it's the end of my life isn't it anyway life does go on on the uh, the tour and um, even though we were only in the second week of January, we've already had an event, and that was the Tournament of Champions over in really cold, freezing, dreadful weather. Oh, no, the opposite of that, uh, for in Hawaii, for those pros. I really feel sorry for them at this time of year. Uh, and um, Justin Thomas got off the mark straight away. Uh, he was he took quite a long time to to win last year, but actually he's won in the first week of 2020, which means that he's in a great position going into the rest of 2020. Um, he won beating Xander Schauffele and Patrick Reed in a playoff. Thomas was too clear with three to play, but bogeyed 16 and 18, and meant that he had to uh, get involved in the playoff. But he won on the third extra hole with a birdie. The 26-year-old has now won 12 PGA Tour titles. Um, and he was, of course, formerly in the shadow of his good friend Jordan Spieth, but he now has more PJ Tour wins than Spieth, which is incredible when you think about it, isn't it? That really is, That yeah. Tom's now gone past Spieth. Um, in fact, here's a fact that you've written down for me to read yeah, out. This is a stat from No Laying Up. Go on, you know, well, go on, you, 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 can, read, you can read it out then, go on. Since Spieth last won at the 2017 Open at Royal Birkdale... We were there, weren't we? Justin Thomas has won eight times. Wow. That's and incredible. Do you it? remember when Spieth was a world beater and he was like, "Trust me, guys, my my good mate Justin Thomas is good. He he beats me in practice sometimes." And we were like, "Yeah, but he's nothing like you, mate. You're you're world class." And how the tables have turned. Yeah, Justin Thomas, up there, I think fourth in the world, isn't he? Yes, um, he's uh, really pulling away from DJ yeah, now. So he's just, he's a such a solid player. Had a few injury issues last year. I think that's kind of. Um, meant that he had a bit of a slow middle of the year. Um, and he didn't... Well, did he do anything in any majors last year? Nothing Nothing that really comes to mind. So, um, 
yeah, he's obviously now showing that now now that he's healthy, his golf game is up there with the rest of them. And um, great start for him. I know it was a you know it's one of those events. You know, I don't think we should look too much into it, but um, it shows that his game's in a really good place and he's nailed now nailed down to be in the Olympics and the Ryder Cup team and everything straight away. He's got he's got his sorted, hasn't he? So um, yeah, um, lovely guy as well. Started his foundation uh, last do, year. Do you know him? No, but you know you can you can tell, can't you? He's yeah. very likable. Just a great ambassador for golf. Mm. Only twenty six years old. Hopefully, how old are you, Elliot? Uh, twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> it was just slow day when you have to uh, think about your age. Uh, yeah, hopefully in the next ten twenty years he goes on to win multiple majors, and we can. You know, enjoy watching his career blossom. Absolutely, um, I think he's going to have a, a, a good time of it. And someone probably who isn't is having an odd time of it at the moment is Patrick Reed, who just cannot stay out of the headlines, whether for his own actions or other people's actions. And um, last week, on the third playoff hole, was this? Was it the final yep. hole? As he was about to line up a putt to stay in the event, or have I got uh, that he had wrong? eight foot for birdie. Yeah, after his ball's in motion, of, someone of shouted "cheater" at him, which is obviously not great. And um, this mainly goes down to I think the issues which he had in the bunker a couple of weeks ago, um, where it looked like he'd moved the sa- well, he didn't look like he did move the sand with a practice swing. He says that he didn't realise he was doing it. He didn't realise that he was breaking the rules and his argument was that um, he's had obviously had some criticism about this um, and his argument was that he didn't realise he was doing it he may have broken the rules and he accepts he broke the rules but that doesn't make him a cheater because he he wasn't doing it deliberately you know and I think it's up to people's opinions what people think of that Uh, but it's quite clear that someone on who was watching the event um, what you know thought that actually Reid had done it deliberately um and he's just having a an odd time of it because he's obviously playing quite well he's in the playoff he must be playing pretty he's decent playing goals very well he was he was third at the hero world challenge he had a terrible president's cup but then absolutely demolished ct pan in the singles he was fourth at wentworth and he was second here so he's in brilliant form despite yeah. all what's going on yeah around him and that's the thing Reid I think he just has a bit of a storm around him but he doesn't matter he's, he's golf he's a very very good golfer isn't he uh, uh, let's face it at the end of the day he's one of those guys who's probably a little bit underrated obviously he's won a major he's won the major but he's won the masters um, he's got a Ryder Cup coming up soon where he's been a talisman for the American team for several years now um but it would just be nice if he just could just let the golf do the talking. Yeah, it's such a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got he's had other, other things come out. He's he's had some new irons, which he's had designed uh, specifically yeah, for him. Yeah, if you have those guys, Google it. Patrick Reed's new irons. Um, we've got a story on the Golf Monthly website. The guys that made them are absolute forging gods in Japan. <laughs> And they've, they're forging gods. Is that yeah? A bit they're very cool looking yeah. irons. Yeah, they are. They're lovely looking irons, and he's got them. He's obviously put. He's investing his own time and his own money in getting these clubs right exactly for him. He doesn't want to use anything off the shelf, or you know, he doesn't want to be be aligned with any manufacturers at the moment. A little tidbit from that: his irons are four degrees flat, which is incredibly flat. But that so, just shows the way that he obviously swings swings it. It's so particular, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, unhappy with. So he swings it shallow. Is that correct, Elliot? Is that right? Well, have I got? Or is he? Would that not be correct? Uh, I don't know, but like, <laughs> you know, that, the angle will be much flatter. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that's so. yeah, yeah. So that is shallow. Yes, he doesn't come. Doesn't come in steep, does he? No, the the opposite. Yeah, he'll have low hands. Yeah, to dress. He was basically saying that it's a centre of gravity thing, and. All the irons he's used before were not doing what he wanted them to. Yeah. So clearly, and that makes that makes sense. I mean, so many technical. golf swing is such a unique thing, isn't it? Actually, there are clubs out there, and I mean, he's he can obviously hit any golf club pretty well. He's a Masters champion, let's face it. But he's now got in that position where he's you know he's actually gone out to someone to say, look, I need you to make something completely bespoke for me. Um, a lot of a lot of other golfers out there with perhaps. Um, you know, more textbook swings or whatever, they actually, the golf clubs are 
out there were perfectly good for them. So he's obviously investing his time and effort in that. And I wish we were probably speaking more about that and um, being able to chat about his amazing play and, and all that rather than the other off-field things or off-course things. Um, but we'll wait and see how he's, he's taught, how his season goes. He's got a big year ahead. He's yeah, got a big year for him. fancy him for the Masters this year again. Yeah, in the form he's in. Yeah, exactly. Masters is not far away, is it? Ninety days, something like that. So um, we'll wait and see. Uh, so this week, the PJ Tour uh, remain in Hawaii. Boo hoo for them for the Sony Open. Matt Kuchar defends his title he won last year. Um, whilst Justin Thomas is also playing, Thomas holds a seventy-two hole record score at the event after winning in twenty seventeen when he shot fifty-nine in the opening round. Um, a week after winning the tournament of champions. Mm, can lightning strike twice, it says here. Uh, others teeing up include Patrick Reed, Cameron Smith, Mark Leishman, uh, Neiman, Im, and Japan Golf Tour Order of Merit, Order of Merit winner Shugo Imahira, who you're very excited about, aren't you, Elliot? Yeah, uh, up to 30th in the world now. Shugo won twice last year and had five runners-up finishes, so... Um, yeah, class player. Yeah, so she missed four cuts last year, and we got it's a They're proper event, isn't it? We got a proper tournament on the PJ Tour uh, this this week. I feel. I mean, last week is fine, but I think it's always it's a bit of a season opener, a bit you know, a bit Mickey Mouse, maybe whatever. Um, maybe it's a bit harsh on the tournament of champions, but you know, I don't get excited about the tournament of champions. Whereas Sony Open, you know, it's a decent event, isn't it? It's got a proper field, um, and people know it's a gr- such a good opportunity to get off to a flyer for the season. You know, you get lovely weather there. You get they get looked after incredibly well, and um, there's loads of money to be won, and loads of world ranking points to be had, isn't there? Yeah, is Sung Jae the favourite? I haven't really looked at the odds, but oh, actually, Justin Thomas. Well, Justin Thomas is he? going to be surely be the favourite. Yeah. But lots of Presidents Cup players there. Uh, the Presidents Cup was much better than I thought it was going to be, mm. and just saw some brilliant golf. And even last week, basically the top ten was all Presidents Cup players. Yeah, there's the guys who maybe been playing throughout. The- the Christmas period, December, a bit more than others. They look like they're in good form. Um, there is another event. There's a, the European Tour has its first event of the decade at the South African Open. Uh, it's the world's second oldest Open, and it returns this week uh, to Rand Park Golf Course in Johannesburg. Uh, Louis Hazen defends the title after winning for the first time last year where he blew the field away and won by six shots. Um, there are three open championship spots up for grabs for the top 10 finishers who haven't yet qualified so uh, it's really you know a big big event for a lot of players um, Brandon Grace and Eddie Pepper are amongst other big names playing there's two uh, it's over t- played over two uh, courses of the golf club and that means that he's got a huge field of 240 players so uh, good luck play- uh, picking a winner which I have tried to do with the golf betting tips and you can check out my betting tips by googling golf betting tips and clicking on the link. Do you want to hear any of my potentials? Yeah, I do. Okay, well let's do it. For, for both Sony and South Africa. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? You want me? You want me? You want a bit of both, dear? Uh, well, I, I for for Sony, uh, someone who I really like is uh, Matt Kuchar, who you obviously are a big fan of. Yeah, I don't mind. Kuchar He's defending champion. Yeah, defending champion plays very well. Um, in Hawaii, he's done it before. It, the thing about the Sony Open uh, playing in Hawaii, it's usually beautiful conditions, but because it's on an island, it can get a bit windy every now and then. And some of the best, and Cooch is a particularly good player in the wind. He's shown um, by some of his Open Championship uh, performances that he can, you know, if the conditions get a bit tricky, he's someone who can, you know, deal with them. So Cooch, uh, I think, is always a decent. Um, uh, person around there. Also, I quite like the look of Cameron Smith as well, because again, very good player, had a good Presidents Cup. Um, again, someone else who can actually play when the conditions aren't one hundred percent right. So um, yeah, that's there you go. There's two, two so players. Going back to Patrick Reed and talking about his uh, on course antics, wouldn't it be nice to see him win as well? Patrick Reed, yeah, yeah. if he play, if he plays well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to be backing him this week because I think his chance to win was last week. That's not to say he's not going to win it this week, but uh, he had a big chance to win, especially when Justin Thomas blew the lead. Um, I, I thought Reed was going to win it, to be honest here. So, um, yeah, I think he'll, he'll obviously want to get that under 
under you know a good win under his belt as well. But yeah, Kucha and Smith are two of the the, the guys I'm really looking at. Whereas uh, in uh, South Africa, I'm picking well in my bench six. You'll see I've just picked four South Africans because there's about 500 of them playing. I'm going for. Uh, who am I going? Chrissy B. Chrissy B. Your your high five friend, Christian. How do you say pronounce his surname? I know I get a lot of abuse for mispronouncing people's surnames, so perhaps you can try to take Brooks Kopka, as you call it. Okay, well, um, everyone understands who he is. Christian Bezwaden Hote, I think is. is. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um, uh, you're the guy that you high fived when he chipped in at Wentworth. Famously I was on TV. so impressed him at Wentworth. <laughs> he's a he's a very very good short uh, short game player. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, some of the um, the uh, what do they call it? the Sky Zone area mm. that they have when they get them in off the course. He's so good. And uh, Doherty's always Nick Doherty. Whenever he has him, he goes and he ever takes one take. And he you know whether it's a bunker shot or a chip shot, he always puts it to about two foot. Um, good feet. He's twenty five. Yeah, moment, yeah. He's twenty five to one. Christian Bizet. Eden Hope this week and he um, I think he's I think that's a little long for him someone who had such a good season last year breakthrough season six top tens and a win um, in South Africa he played last year didn't make the cut he had I think he shot 71-71 or something like that so has a bit of course knowledge so uh, he's one of them and the, uh, and the other person who I am picking is Hayden Porteous who's 60 to 1 who's someone I'll always tip in South Africa finished top 10 there last year yeah 60 to 1 I think he's just way too long he's one of those guys who um, can go birdie crazy plays a lot better in South Africa than anywhere else so um, check out Porteous as well Nice. anyone that you fancy um, no, not particularly. I no one. You don't fancy anyone to win any of this one. Christian Bezwaden out. There you go. Oh, you're gonna. Actually, so we're actually um, we're agreeing, are we? Yeah. Boring. Come on, Elliot. You got to you got to have your own opinions in, uh, in I'll this go world. I'm going for somebody called Jack Jack Deblore as well. Fine. I, I've heard of him. Well, I do have a a a hundred to one tip. As well, which you'll have to look at the betting tips to find out. Um, I think you were away for this last year, or maybe the year before. So I had to do the website betting tips, and I wanted to pick that Jack DeBlore guy who was like 150 to one, and I didn't. And he finished like top. Five. You bottled it, yeah. So there is, a, yeah, it's because it's such a big field, and with Usain, is such a short price favourite. He's five to one, I think. Um, five to one in a 240 man. I know. So he's really, really short price favourite. It means there's huge odds for for actually from about 10 players out so um, there's some really good value to have I mean Portis should never be 60 to 1 um, I have a 60 to 1 bet a 71 tip and a 100 to 1 tip so check them out and the 100 to 1 tip finished third there last year Ooh. oh there you go so yeah Google Golf Betting Tips and click on the South African Open Betting Tips when you get the chance to um, there is also another event which is not on the European Tour or the PJ Tour. It's on just on the. Is it just on the Japan Tour? Asian Tour. Asian Tour, even. So it's uh, the Hong Kong Open, um, which has been rescheduled from November. And actually, but it's got Tony Finau and Shane Lowry playing in it. It has been a European Tour event in the past, but it's not this year. Um, but there's more golf to check out if you want to this week. Moving on, uh, we're going to start looking at some of the newest gear releases of the year. It's January, and every January it's a great time for gear nerds, much like yourself, Elliot, who, um, because the manufacturers have some great new releases, it's the time when a lot of the new product for uh, the new year gets released. And so we're going to look at a new product or a new couple of products every week, and that's and we're going to start this week with the new tailor-made sim drivers we've had a full look at this i've actually hit the new tailor-made sim drivers yeah, i remember on the podcast a few weeks ago you said there's something oh, super yes. duper secret that you yeah. can't say yes well that's it i went yes so i went to a, a sneak preview of the new drivers from tailor-made and they're of course great looking clubs people will know that tailor-made always are pushing the boundaries especially with their drivers and um, really impressed with what they had out there not sure whether it's going to completely solve my golf game because I need a lot more than a, a new driver to solve my golf game. Uh, but um, yeah, but really impressive and great to be able to get you know to hit this new this newer product. So recently we've done a new video review of the new TaylorMade Sim drivers uh, done by digital editor Neil Tappin, and he explains everything about Sim and what it stands for. So Neil, what does Sim stand for? <laughs> 
it means shape in motion. And the whole idea here is about aerodynamics. Usually when the manufacturers measure aerodynamics, they're measuring how the club head moves through impact, but actually the club head is only at that angle for a very short part of the swing. If you think about where the club is halfway through the downswing, it's at a very different angle. They wanted to make sure that they weren't creating any drag in that part of the swing that was actually going to ultimately cost speed. So they've redesigned the sole of the golf club a bit. They've moved what they call their inertia generator. It's now an asymmetric design on the sole. And that means that it should, it should move a little bit faster through that downswing phase of the swing to help you create more speed and ultimately more distance. So before I get onto the overall verdict, just a quick word on the prices that you can expect to pay. So with the SIM driver, uh, this comes in with a recommended retail price of £479 uh, and the SIM Max is a little bit cheaper at £449. Now there is also a D version of this, a draw bias version of the sim max driver that to help those players that tend to lose shots out to the right a little bit and obviously without a shadow of a doubt that is a premium price point and for that premium price point you do get a premium performance the drivers look great they feel great and they will offer really good distance and forgiveness exactly what you would expect them to do um, are they massively different? Is it a huge leap forward over what we had last year in the two M drivers? I'll be honest, not for me, not in terms of the testing that I did. However, I did see improvements in ball speed. I did see improvements in the overall distance. And when you factor that in with the fact that they still look, look great and they feel great, I think that TaylorMade have got two really strong performing drivers on the market for 2020. And especially for anyone out there who hasn't maybe upgraded their driver for a few years, I think you are going to notice much more significant gains than I was able to find by testing them up against last year's previous M5 and M6 drivers. So there you have it, that's the two new SIM drivers for 2020, uh, the SIM and the SIM Max. Guys, what do you think? We'd be really interested to hear your thoughts about the way that TaylorMade have changed things up for 2020. So there you go, great insight there from Neil and the drivers, it's incredible the amount of detail that now goes into the design of a golf club and that they're trying to make get every little bit of uh, help from the design and the shape of it to help your swing. And um, the way that they try to tweak the bottom of the club, you know, to make it more aerodynamic and get you a bit more speed is, is brilliant. And um, if you get the chance to hit, go out and, and hit them, go, you know, go to your local pro or or if you've got a friendly fitter or something like that, go, go out there and hit it and, and, and look at the numbers because the numbers are quite impressive aren't they have you yeah, hit it have you hit it yet Elliot you no, haven't, I have haven't. You? I have uh, I've seen it we had it in the office if you haven't seen it yet I'd rec really recommend watching that video on our YouTube channel or on our website obviously that was a very short clip we played there but Tappers speaks about it different categories hits it and all that for about 15 minutes and you get to know know all uh, about it. everything that you would expect yeah and we've got lots more of these gear launches that you know they come they come flooding through at this time of year so um if you can't wait for the for us to talk about it on the podcast do keep checking out the golf monthly website we've got at least one or two products going going up almost every day haven't we now so um yeah there's a another big launch next week from a, a well-known brand and <laughs> great teaser there uh, other recent new launches or well not launches but the new speed zone drivers from cobra we've got a review of that up yeah and Co i mean obviously last year cobra's uh, drivers were one of the the best products of the year i think one of the ones that people took a lot of notice of didn't they so yeah, i think even you used one didn't you? i did i thought they were brilliant i mean all, i managed to hit all the if you say like the five big manufacturers of their drivers i managed to hit all of them last year when i went to orlando and it was great they're great to, to hit and it, it often gimp comes down to kind of what what you can afford and also what really suits your eye. So um, I particularly like the Cobra one last year, uh, but there's also yeah the new foot, foot Joy just released a new shoe as well, haven't they? Yeah, new Torx shoes that Joel Tabman, our equipment editor, gave the full five stars. Yeah, to. they look great. So um, yeah, check out the Golf Company website. There's loads of uh, new products on there and being updated every day. So moving on, 2020. What is going to happen in golf what's going to be happening on the tours and what's going to happen in the majors it's what everybody wants to know and we're going to do some predictions now for what we think uh, when it comes to this time last year what will be the headlines of what happened in 2020 it's a big year there's four majors there's olympics there's a Ryder cup and there's the usual uh, tour stuff as well 
So uh, we've got some questions here which we're going to try and answer or give our predictions for. And it's the big, you know, it's the big things. It's the thing people th- it's the big questions people are going to be talking about. The first one is, Elliot, will Rory complete the career Grand Slam and win the US Masters in 2020? Do you want my answer to that? Yes, as I've asked you the question. I am going to say no. Okay. Bold. Yeah, uh, there's always a lot of pressure on him, isn't there? And despite coming off a fantastic 2019, I, I'd, I'd still be surprised if he won. Yeah, just he, because he's it, never won it before. He's under. It's always seems that he, he's just been under too much pressure at the moment. Uh, when was I there? Two years ago, he was in the final group. That was when I thought he was going to win it. Yeah. And he, spray, he, you know, he nearly lost his tee shot off the first, managed to scramble, I think, a par. Then he, he's second on the second to about six foot. He thought, here we go. Roy's going to eagle this hole and he's going to win the Masters. He then missed the putt. And um, never really happened to Patrick, Patrick Reed, of course, won. I mean, I'd love to see Rory win the Masters, I think. Um, Tiger's going to win it again, isn't he? Tiger's in probably yeah. Tiger's incredible at Augusta, so um, he's got a lot to over you know, overcome. We're going to have to check out see how much he's played beforehand. I hope Rory has a good full schedule of playing. And hasn't it just been announced that he's going to be playing at Torrey Pines? Yeah, and then he'll play the Genesis. He'll play Bay Hill, the players, the WGC in Mexico, the WGC match play probably. So we'll have loads of golf, just yeah. like they all will. But. So finger, yeah, fingers got. I mean. Unless he gets injured or... Yeah, I mean, the whatever. things which are going to highlight whether Rory's going to have a chance to win Augusta is what's his events, what's his finishes going to look like? Is he going to have a win in those events? Is he going to play enough events as well? By the sounds of it, he is, which is great um, because you need to... Ha- you can't come into the Augusta rusty. And some people have, I think, in the last few years have tried to play not too many times and then kind of peak for Augusta. And I don't think that's worked for anybody, really. But then last year, Rory won the players like a month before and then he teed off on the 10th tee on Sunday. Yeah, he did. I mean, it didn't, it didn't work, but I don't think that was anything down to his... his preparation I think it was just down to the pressure uh, of playing and that's gonna be like that you know until he wins it I um, can't actually imagine him winning it I think it would change <laughs> completely change the face of golf it, it would be similar to Tiger winning a major I think if he'd won the Masters then he could win everything uh, it's one of those isn't it so um things crossed okay next question who will be world number one at the end of the year who's world number one at the moment Elliot BK, exactly. So, who's someone who we who just gets um completely forgotten about almost? Yeah, he does. A bit. He's, I mean, he's injured at the moment. He hasn't played for a while now. Got some knee injuries. Um, so we'll wait and see. But he he'll come in under the radar. Do you think? So, do you think can be world number one at the end of twenty twenty? Yeah, he definitely can be. Um, who I think will be world number one? I think Rory will. I think he can continue his form from last year. Yeah, even if it doesn't, even if he doesn't win the Masters or anything like that, even if he doesn't win another major, he's doing so well in all the actual other tournaments. He's just top ten every week, isn't he? Yeah. He can shoot seventy six and finish top ten. You know, yeah. so um, uh, yeah, I think Roy. It's hard to look past Roy. I think Justin Thomas has got to be chatted about because he's obviously just won and he was looked very strong at the end of last year. So I think Justin Thomas. Although he's a long way back at the moment, he's fourth in the world. So uh, yeah, Ram, uh, DJ. I'd like to see more from DJ this year. He's now uh, over a point or around a point behind Thomas. Yeah, someone else who I think's had fifth. injury problems. He's obviously just changed coaches as well, so he's maybe going through some changes. But um, that could, you know, in a couple of months, actually mean that he's actually playing a lot better because um, he hasn't really done anything for six months or so, no. has he? So, um, But then you wouldn't be surprised if Cantlay made that jump or Tiger Woods? I, I would be surprised if Cantlay made would it. You? Yeah, because at the moment, Cantlay is on someone who now needs to, you know, he's starting to now be chatted about saying, oh, he's one of the best players who hasn't won a major. Yeah. You know, he's playing very, very solid in the normal tour events, but is he playing well enough to be world number one nine think he's still a little way off from that at the moment I mean if you are very much into your golf which obviously you are Elliot and I am we know about Cantley. yeah maybe you we know? are getting a bit carried and away actually, 
yeah, and we think, oh, he's doing very well every week, but you know, he's still got to get over the line a few more times, and he's got to really push it at a major, um, which he's had the odd chance, hasn't he? So, but he hasn't won one, and if he wins one, then that changes everything. Yeah. Um, so, who will be on Team GB's Olympic golf team in Japan? So, at the moment, it works. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you have a player in the world's whatever, you have two places. Yeah. But if you have more than two players in the world's top 15 players, then all of those people can get into the yeah. team up to a maximum of four. So the America will have four players because they'll have four Americans in the world's top 15, no doubt. And those players at the moment would be Kupka, Thomas... DJ and Cantley. DJ and Cantley, yeah. So at the moment, Tiger, who's Tiger? Where's Tiger at the moment in the world ranking? Sorry, DJ Thomas, Cantley, Cantley, yeah, yeah. So Tiger's actually missing out at the moment, but it's very, very close in there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so for Team GB, will their first question is: Will there be four GB players in the world's top fifteen? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. So at the moment... We, we might be able to get three. Yeah. So you think Rose, obviously, he's going to be have a big chance. Yeah, Rose will definitely be in the team. Casey? Possibly. Casey's ju- just hanging around that 15th mark at the moment. Fleetwood? Yeah, Fleetwood's 10 in the world at the moment. Yeah. So at the moment, I think it would be Rose, Fleetwood, Casey. Yeah. Casey's in by the skin of his teeth. So it's going to be very tight. So do we think there's anyone's going to come in and affect those three? Um, they asked a good question. Fitzpatrick, I think, is is closest. Uh, and then you've got Matt Wallace. Can you see Wallace getting in the top 15? I mean, he'd have to win so he'd have some to win some big with, tournaments. Yeah, which they get. You know, these, there's guys out there, you know, there's, there's some Brits who are more than capable of winning big, big tournaments. Let's think of Hatton, you know, guys who have done very well in the past in big events. Fitzpatrick, as you said. Um, you know, there's loads of guys who could potentially do do very well. Uh, we haven't mentioned any Scots. You think about um, uh, Robert McIntyre. Robert McIntyre, whose name got I completely forgot there. You know, someone who has shot up the world rankings in one year. Who's to say that he can't have an absolutely blistering year um, in 2020? Uh, another player as well who was on the GB side four years ago, Danny Willett. Yeah, one abs- Wentworth. Absolutely, I think he's definitely got the ability to win massive tournaments. Yeah, you think of that he's won some big events the last year, you know, and he's Augusta wins now four years ago, whatever. Incredibly, I can't believe it's four years. Um, but again, he's someone who has who, who does very very well. Someone who probably you know inked in to be in the Ryder Cup team was he in our Ryder Cup team? Can't remember. Um, but yeah, there's there's some big there's a big chances for guys whether they can get in the world's top fifteen is is going to be very tricky and if it's not it's going to be an absolute fight because um, you know Rose, Fleetwood, Casey they could be covered by you know a couple of places couldn't they so it could be very very tight I remember I was speaking to Casey at Wentworth and he was saying just dropped a name there that he will essentially move mountains to qualify he will go and play in certain tournaments to, to qualify he will do things out of the norm so which way to do it? I think. So. I think I'll go for Rose, Fleetwood, Casey. Very You're going to go for a three, a three manner. I would like to put Willett in there as well, but I categorically said we won't have four, didn't I? So I can't. <laughs> you know, Fine. Backtrack. Fine. Obviously, we haven't mentioned Roy McIlroy there because he's not in the Team GB squad here, even though from being from Northern Ireland. Um, if you're in Northern Ireland, then you can choose whether to play for GB or Ireland, and he's chosen to play for Ireland. So um, he's obviously going to be in there. Uh, and probably at the moment looking like it's going to be with Shane Lowry, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, good team. Yeah, which will obviously be a great team. So um, um, Shane Lowry playing in Asia this week as well. So obviously he, maybe he's trying to get as much uh, practice as possible on in that time zone. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I have seen his a tweet by Lowry that looks like he may be on sponsorship yeah, or he may have obviously week. been paid a lot of money to go out there as well but you know good luck to that um, will Ti- next question prediction will Tiger Woods win anything in 2020 right Putting will like, he win will he win anything yes putting it out there 100% he will okay but what you know what the lottery 
Uh, I don't know. If he wins a PGA Tour event, he breaks the all-time record, doesn't he? Yep, so massive. That's a very big thing. Bit, bit, that's, I mean, that's a huge thing for him, isn't it? Um, we've already mentioned Augusta. He's got, he's just so good at Augusta. He knows it better than anybody else. Um, but there's other events which you know we can't forget about. He's won again since Augusta, of course, in Japan at the Zozo Championship. Is that yep. Um and he's going to be playing at Toy Pines, isn't he? Yeah. So well, he's been terrible for the last oh, two or three years. Well, he's he's won eight times, isn't I he? Know. Or something like that. Um, and he's, he's so many of these courses where he's got such a good record. Um, the thing I'd say about Tiger is where would he like to win most? Let's not say about the majors, yeah? Where is it that he would like to win most on tour? Maybe an event that he has won in the past, or maybe one that he hasn't won. The What's past. the only thing missing from Tiger Woods' trophy cabinet? Can you tell me. An Olympic gold medal. So yeah, that's got to, that's going to be up there, isn't it? Getting yeah. onto the Olympic team is going to be a huge thing. Um, anyway, but he's obviously got the best chance. Now he's got such a good. He won't play every tour event. We know that, but the events he does play in, the huge fields, and if you do well in those fields, then you get huge amounts of world ranking points. Um, so he's got a chance for that. Uh, where else is there? Where's the Where's the event that I can't think of that he... Oh, he's never won at Riviera. He's never won at Riviera. His hometown event yeah. where he used to go to with his dad to yeah, watch. Yeah, so I think that's one That's one that he'd he'd love to maybe tick off if he's playing in it. I would assume he's playing in it. Yeah, he hosts it. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, he... he you know, he he's going to want to win those as well, and it's getting to the point now where these are the things which Tiger is going to concentrate on a lot. I think, and you know, he we don't know how many more years we're going to see of Tiger. Hopefully, we're going to see quite a bit more of him. He's playing very well at the moment, um, and he's just doing everything. I mean, Presidents Cup captain, playing captain at the Presidents Cup, leading them to a to victory. You know, put himself out <laughs> first in the single. I mean, he's just living such an amazing life, isn't he? Yeah. And all these things, we said, oh, well, it'd be good if Tiger did that. And then he just goes and does it. And um, the, as long as that continues, then he's going to keep moving mountains. He's going to keep winning events. And I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes the Olympic team and then does very well in the Olympics. That one, the Olympics will be desperate to have Tiger yeah. Woods there. If, you know, if you're the organisers, the, the, <laughs> there's nothing you can obviously do to influence it. But um, they'd pretty much be the biggest star there, wouldn't he? Well, he's pretty. Well, there's Out not, there's not many. Sport, I, I mean, there's not many bigger sports stars in the world. Golf very lucky no. that they've got someone as big as Tiger. Who's a bigger sports star than Tiger? Really? That's going to be at this Olympics? No, no, no. That in in the world of sports at the moment. Oh, um, if you look, Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. You know, if you're... Um, They're not going to be at the... the if you're talking... Let, let, yeah, Actually, I mean, there's no rugby the players going to be... I mean, from the athletes, there's no Usain Bolt this time. Um, obviously, there's some... Phelps very, is... Phelps, he's not a Tiger Woods, is he? I don't know. Yeah, is he still going, Phelps? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, so um, you look at the... Yeah, so the, he's he's one of the biggest stars. He's pretty much the biggest sports star in the world as it is. So to have Tiger at an Olympics Games would be uh, incredible, wouldn't it? So... Um, yeah. I, I hope. Well, I just hope he gets to the gets. You know, I think him getting the Olympics is a win because that means he, you know, he he wins something that he wasn't going to be at otherwise. So, um, yeah, let's. I'm very excited about this year, golf wise. It's, it's, it? I mean, every week we've got something good happening. So, um, and it, you know, every week it affects something big as well. That's the thing with the Olympic and the Ryder Cup ranking. So, um, talking of the Ryder Cup, who will win the Ryder Cup? Where is it being? Where is it being played this year, Elliot? Uh, Whistling Straits in Wisconsin, Steve Stricker's home state of Wisconsin. And, and Steve Stricker, one of the captains. Yes, he is. And yeah, that would have been a bit random if he wasn't. I know. I was just trying to make sure that you clarified the people who did for people who didn't know. And who's the European World Cup captain? Patrick Harrington. Wow. What? A, so Stricker hat versus Harrington. Harrington is going to leave. Not a single stone unturned to try and make sure that you win on USA soil. Where Stricker, you know, he's he's going to be very well prepared for it. I think it's going to be very close. I know the home team has won the last three, mm. and the it's, and the course setup has obviously been something which has um, been spoken about a lot before. And 
if you're talking generally, it means having no rough on the American courses, so the big hitting Americans can hit, spray it all over the place, find their ball, and wedge it on, and hold the putts on their very quick greens. Whereas in Europe, we usually like to have a bit more rough up to try and uh, negate the big hitting Americans, even though there's lots of big hitting Europeans, um, and make it you know life a bit harder for them. Uh, Whistling straights could be a little bit different though because of the way that the course is set up if anyone's can remember the really good events that they've had there in the past who's won there in the past at Whistling Straits Bubba Watson for example yeah Vijay Singh Martin Keimer yeah so um, wait no Bubba Watson hasn't won no Bubba no but, sorry Martin Keimer beat uh, Bubba Watson in a playoff Jason Day and Jason Day so guys who can hit it long and accurate usually do well sorry yeah Bubba would he be on that team? I don't know, but he has got a very good record there. Um, also, people did well there before as well with DJ, who then had that huge rules incident there. You know, he thought he did in the playoff, um, but he'd actually grounded his club in a bunker. That is going to be amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and it's that finish in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, it's you know, it's by the the one of the Great Lakes. The you know the weather could affect it. I think it's going to be a really really decent um, Ryder Cup. And also, it's going to be a great viewing Ryder Cup, of course, because there's big dunes and there's big elevation changes and stuff like that. So um, it could be an amazing event. I really hope it is. But who's going to win it? Uh, you you got to say the USA because they'll be favourites, albeit Europe did smash them last time out. But uh, we did have home advantage, so I'm going to go with the home team. But I've got to go for Europe then because I always go for Europe. You know, like we've... If we have McElroy, Rahm, Rose, Casey, those four firing, that's without... Who am I forgetting? Fleetwood, Molinari. Oh, I mean, oh, how can I forget those guys? Stetson, that- Hovland, Willett, Lowry. <laughs> how did you put Hovland? In? You <laughs> yeah. had to put Hovland in there, didn't you? But, you know, you, you know just naming those guys there, if they if they are on, on form, if they're firing, if we get the part, you know the pairings right... That's a formidable team in itself, isn't it? So it could be a fantastic, um, ta- fantastic cup, and I think it'd be really close. I don't think it'd be. I don't think it's going to be a whitewash. I'll tell you that for nothing. Um, next question: Will there be any first-time major winners? Well, we've already mentioned Patrick Cantley as someone potentially to be a first-time major winner. Yeah. So the the best players not to win a major. Go currently. on. Who are they? Uh, John Rahm, Hideki Matsuyama, Tommy Fleetwood. I put them as like kind of top three. Cantley, uh, Deshambo. There's five. Come on, you're missing. Shoflay. That's six. Missing a massive one. Am I? Yeah. Tricky Ricky. Oh, well, yeah. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> what have you got against Ricky Fowler? Nothing. But Matt Kuchar. What's Ricky Fowler shown lately? Well, he won at the major well, he won at the start of last year, didn't he? And then he he faced. He nearly gave away. Well, she won. Okay, let's, yeah, face it, he won, and he's got a very good major record, although not last year. So, um, I think Ricky's got to be Lee Westwood <laughs> at Royal St George's. Could yeah, no, 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 that? I'm not. I'm, yeah, that absolutely. So, we're we're talking about the best people never to win a major. Colin Montgomery, we'll put him in there, are we? Um, yeah. So, there's. Do you think any of them are going to win? Uh, John who's you, who, out of there, who's, who's got the best chance of winning out of those? I think John Rahm has proven that he is on that top table. Yeah, and we, we, we've, we've spoken about Rahm in the past. I think he's got to be him. Um, I think Fowler, you know, I know you... He, he didn't have the best 2019, and it looked like he was going to have a great one at the start of the year, so he's had a few things going on, I think. Um, so we could have Rahm win the Masters, we could have Fowler win the, the USPGA... Who would win the US Open that's the first timer? Maybe Hideki Matsuyama? Hideki, yeah. Or Fleetwood? And then we could have Lee Westwood win the Open. Wow, there we go. What four four first timers. Okay, that would be decent. I mean, that would be good, wouldn't when it? When was the last time that happened? Uh, has that ever happened? Yeah, 2016. Oh, did it? I think it happened like four times. But has it? I can't remember 2016. What happened 2016? Will it won the Masters? Oh, yeah. I just said that earlier. <laughs> 2016 US Open, Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. First timer at Oakmont. 2016... Open was Stenson at Troon. Oh, and the P- what a performance that was! And the PGA was Jimmy Walker at Bolter's Roll. Wow, what a year that Four was! First timers, yeah, I know, but that, uh, 
And from those ones, Stenson, that was a great story. DJ is about time he'd won. Will it? I mean, where did that come from? I know. And, we, you know, he never would have picked him and Jimmy Walker you know, he, the Jimmy, worst major ever well Jimmy, Jimmy Walker hung on and fair play to him I mean I'm, I'm quite a big fan of Jimmy Walker I think he's a really good player he's had a few illness issues as well hasn't he he's had a few yeah, horrendous illness um, but he hung on because people like Matsuyama Matsuyama who I had money on that's why I remember it so well he missed about six putts from inside ten foot yeah you know, which we should have. You know, if he'd hold three of them, he would have won. So, um, then look, Drew Walker won it. So, other people maybe had a chance to do it. But um, that's the thing with the majors. You know, it's tricky, isn't it? I'd love to see Tommy win a major, though. Yeah, I think Fleet would be a very popular winner. Um, obviously, came second last year at the Open as well. So, um, so question here: Any bold predictions, such as will Mickelson win the US Open and complete his Grand Slam? And will there finally be an, another uh, Asian player to win a major? Any bold predictions? From well, you? that's what I'm, ask, I'm asking I, you. I think Tiger winning the Olympics is a bold prediction. That, well, that's a very bold prediction, but because there's no guarantee that he's going to be in the team. Uh, I wonder if it, do you think everyone who qualifies will play in the Olympics? Yeah, I think so. I think after, now that Woods and McIlroy have confirmed that they want to play. Yeah. Because everything with Rio and people did make up, you know, some maybe actual concerns over the health issues around the Zika virus, and a lot of people did pull out. But it was such a good event, actually, and it was a, a great trio of medal winners as well Rose, Stenson, and Kucha, you know, three proper players. Um, and Rose has been milking it. In a right, in the right way, I think as well. He's showing look how, how proud he was to win that gold medal, and fair play to him because there's not many people in the world who say they've got Olympic gold medal. He did it at the sport. You know, he had the opportunities. He travelled. He he put in all the effort. Um, being an Olympic gold medalist gets you into loads of things as well. It gets you. It, it's a means that you have a US Masters invite for four years, for example. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. So it's. It's a big, big thing, and um, it gives you, obviously, the world rankings point as well, but it's more of saying that you are an Olympic champion, and you can say that for four years. Master, if you win the Masters, you can always say you're, you've won the Masters, but you can only say that you're Masters champion for, for one year. Um, whereas, you know, if you're Olympic champion, you say for four years. And Rose will, I'm sure, get the gold medal out for this year as well, ahead of it, and I'm sure he'll get lots of attention for it as well. So... Um, um, I think it's going to be a cracking... I think Tiger winning would be great. Other bold predictions, I'm going to say um, Rory winning Augusta. I don't know if that's bold or not, but I'm going for it. tournament favourite, won't you? Okay, all right. Um, so, still bold, though. I'll go Tommy Tommy Fleetwood to win a major. Okay. I, I quite fancy that. Imagine him with the hair out, celebrating. <laughs> Imagine he shaved his head. And then, God, that would ruin the brand, wouldn't well, it? Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and I think I said this already. I think Molinari. Who I'm glad you reminded me. I think Molinari's going to have another strong year this year. Had a, not his best. Well, he had such a good 2018, didn't Tiger he? Tiger destroyed him, really, didn't he? Yeah, and he he struggled after you know his his slight collapse in the Masters. Um, but that was just pressure. There was an awful lot of pressure on him at that point. And I think Molinari was going to come back and have another good year, 2020, ahead of the Ryder Cup, where I think he'll um, he'll be another talisman for the team. We've we've spoken about the majors. Is there any other people that you think like they're going to be nailed on to win a major this year in 2020? No, I think the game of modern golf is too competitive to say things like that. Because last year... No, but you can still be bold enough to, you know, come on. Go out on a limb. Do you think there's anyone that we haven't mentioned, and you know, maybe not a European, maybe not um, an American, who you think like they This is going to be their year. This is going to be the time where they're going to win another major. Someone, let's say, for example, Sergio Garcia. You know, he's is he going to need another wild card pick to get in the Ryder Cup team? We've you know we mentioned how potentially strong that Ryder Cup team could be. Sergio, uh, in form, Sergio. Um, at a course like Whistling Straits in America, where he's obviously played so mo- most of his golf, that's going to be a huge thing if Europe can get a great Sergio in there. But is Sergio going to have another good year? I hope so. I, I cannot see Sergio missing out. 
But is he, do you think he's going to do have another good Augusta? Do you think he's uh, going to, you know, he's got some, he's got some good chances. Any every time that there's an open, Sergio's got to be chatted about as well. But is he kind of, he's has his time gone? Has Stenson's time gone? Or is it now that? A- no, certainly not. I think those guys are world class, experienced, and uh, there's still a day left for them. I'm I'm going to make one more last bold prediction, and that's Jordan Spieth is going to. At least, I'm going to say he's going to win in 2020. I'm not going to say he's going to win a major, but I think he's going to win again in 2020. And I expect him to be on Ryder Cup teams um, at the very least. I think yeah, he's going that'd to have, be great. I think he's going to. It's one of the players who's dropped down the rankings, and I think he's just going to have another good year. About time. Definitely, it's been too long. Really has. Indeed. So who do you think is going to be your major winners then? Who do you see winning majors in 2020? I'm going for the Masters, Brooks Kepka. Right. I'm going Tommy Fleetwood for the Open. Mm-hmm. So you, then, you've missed out the US Open there and the USPGA. And then I'm going to share the US Open and USPGA between Rahm and Tiger. I think I might go Tiger, US Open. Tiger win the US Open? Rahm, wow. USPGA. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So your major winners were Kupka, Woods, Rahm, and Fleetwood. And Fleetwood. No, Rory. No. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to go Tiger, Rory, Fowler, and Rahm. There you go. In no particular order. Nice. There we go. There's there's my four. Um, I know I said Moran I was going to have another, another year, but I don't think he's going to win a major. Um, so anyway, so what are your predictions now? We want to hear. And um, is there anyone that we've completely forgotten about? What do you think is going to happen in the great year of golf, which is going to be 2020? Uh, do let us know on at Golf Monthly on Twitter and Instagram or Golf Monthly Magazine on Facebook. Uh, or email us, golfmonthly at ti-media.com. And if we get some really good predictions, we'll give them a shout-out next week, I think, won't we? Definitely, yeah. So, until next week, where we'll be chatting about the Sony Open, who's won that, and who's done well in South Africa, as well as looking forward to the events in the future, yep. which are what? Massive week in Abu Dhabi, first Rolex Series event, Brooks Kepka's playing, and many others. Victor Hovland's playing, Patrick Cantley's playing. Uh, I think the yeah. so Emirates like, Golf Association has got their wallet out. Well, say. exactly, but that's a great. It's a great early uh, European event. It's on a great time for British uh, TV viewers to have a to, to watch over the weekend, especially. So um, yeah, really looking forward to um, the Middle East swing starting. Um, so check out what's our preview for that, and also who's done well in South Africa and at Sony Open. And until next week. We'll chat to you then.